the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening to you, everyone. Another Al Gattulo Craft Beer cast on AM 970. The answer, another great show for you tonight. A craft beer guest uh, that will be joining me this hour at the bottom of the hour. News and notes to get to, and there are lots of news and notes to get to here, and we will get to them in this segment as well as the next one. But first, how can you follow me? Easy. On Twitter, at Al Gattulo. Instagram, at Gattulo. That's G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. Facebook.com slash A-G Craft Beer Cast. Via email at albertg at nycradio.com. Don't forget, iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find uh, a number of the shows on those two platforms. You can download them. You can listen to them at your leisure. I was doing some research on the on listeners and stuff. Uh, you know, who's listening? How are they listening? And from where? We've got people in England. We have, you know, people over in Europe who listen. We have people, obviously, the bulk of the audience is in the United States. A lot of people listen on their cell phones, which is very interesting. So they download it and they're listening on their phones. I do that when I'm uh, exercising, when I'm walking and stuff. I will download, uh, or not download, but I use Google Play uh, and um, what else do I use? iHeartRadio for music. And I have it right on my phone. I pop my headphones in. I put my uh, phone, I have a little uh, strap that I put on my arm so I can, it'll stay on my arm and not in my pocket. And I go do my walk and I listen to my tunes. And, uh, you know, it's great. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. I find walking, uh, I need music. If I'm doing exercise, I need music. I know some people can listen to shows and thank you for that while you're exercising. If you're listening to the show, that's great. But I, I find I can't concentrate uh, while I'm trying to exercise. When I have music on and I'm exercising, it kind of lets my thoughts drift away and, and get to, you know, focus on what I'm doing at that moment, the exercising. I can't focus on somebody talking with me if I'm trying to exercise. So that's just my little quirk. Anyway, my guest tonight on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, the answer, Tori Fisher. Now, Tori is the founder of a great organization called Arms 2, the number two, Artisans, and that helps veterans returning from the service obtain training and job placement within the beer industry. Tori's name sounds familiar to you Jersey folks. That's because she's also the owner of Backwards Flag Brewing, and they're located in Forked River, New Jersey. Thanks to the director of Arms to Artisans, Jason Carty, for helping uh, to set up this interview. Uh, that'll be coming up about 20 minutes from now. You don't want to miss this one. This is awesome, and it is something that all of us can take a part in in helping out this great organization. So you definitely want to stay tuned for that. Uh, so let's get into some uh, news and notes here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. And speaking of which, let's keep it local for a minute here. In terms of New York, craft beer becoming a huge business in New York itself. The state now has 400 breweries, which Governor Cuomo says makes New York the leader in the nation's craft beer industry. You can find breweries throughout the state, but the Hudson Valley has the most with 63 
Long Island has 44 breweries. New York City has 42. In fact, in New York City, it is New York City Beer Week tonight. Saturday night is the kickoff for New York City Beer Week at the Brooklyn Expo. I'm over there right now uh, checking out the beers that are over there, and, of course, we'll report back to you on that next week. Now, if you are a beer lover, which, of course, you're listening to the show, of course you're a beer lover, Thursday nights in the Big Apple uh, that just started this past Thursday night and for the next month, you're going to be able to sample the best brews in New York City. It's the annual Five Borough Challenge. Features craft beers from 14 of the city's top breweries. The Winter Beer Garden is being held at Broadway's Winter Garden Theater. It will offer food and music to go along with the beer. You can go there and vote on the favorite beer, and that's going to be going on for the next month or so. It just started this past Thursday. Speaking of which, small business confidence on the rise after the new GOP tax cut plan. I don't really like talking politics on this show, but it absolutely has to do with what's going on here with the beer show. A CNBC survey monkey survey out shows confidence in the first quarter of this year jumped from 57 to a record 62 points, the rise reflecting increasing optimism about the effect of the tax cuts since they were signed into law. The largest increase in confidence comes from businesses that employ five to nine people. Nearly 60% of businesses surveyed expect to see economic expansion in the coming year. And the reason why I bring that up is because obviously businesses that employ five to nine people, smaller craft breweries, microbreweries employ small amounts of people. They're seeing the biggest increase here. They're expanding their businesses. That doesn't have to grow in leaps and bounds, but it's growing significantly enough, especially the craft beer business, where people are starting to expand. That's a good thing. We've been talking about the bubble, and we're seeing that with the mid-level brewers, but with these smaller nano-brews, we're seeing an expansion, which is a good thing. Fresh, local beer, always a good thing. And having a drink for your health, speaking of your health, may be better for old people than exercise. A new study found that seniors who drink a moderate amount of alcohol each day have a better chance of living past 90 than those who exercise daily. Researchers at the University of California, Irvine, found that two glasses of wine or beer dropped the chance of premature death by 18% daily exercise for up to 45 minutes, reduced premature death by only 11%. So, you want to live a little bit longer? There's a 7% chance if you're uh, if you're drinking, uh, have a, a couple of beers a day, you'll probably live longer. So, always a good thing. Let's continue on our news and notes segment here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Good folks from Stone Brewing have announced... The Stone Mission Warehouse Sour Program, uh, it is online only. Pre-sales began yesterday for Stone Mission Warehouse Sour Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, This is um, years in the making from Stone Brewing here. Uh, This is the first of this year's quarterly releases. Uh, This release obviously released yesterday. You start signing up online at Stone's website, but you can only pick them up at uh, at Stone, uh, the uh, Stone Brewery, either in Escondido the World Bistro and Gardens in Escondido, Liberty Station, or the Stone Company store uh, in Pasadena. If you want to get it on the East Coast, you can order online and you can pick it up at the Stone Company store in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, Let us see here. It is four packs of uh, 330-milliliter bottles priced at $32. That includes all taxes, service fee, and uh, the CRV, if applicable. Stone Mission Warehouse Sour Sauvignon Blanc bottles can be picked up starting March 11th through the 25th. And again, select Stone Brewing locations. Again, those locations in California, Stone Brewing World Bistro and Gardens in Escondido, the World Bistro and Gardens in Liberty Station, or the Stone Company Store in Pasadena. Or if you're on the East Coast, you can pick them up in Virginia at the Stone Company Store in Richmond. You have to get online and order those bottles in order to pick them up. I don't believe you can go into the store and get them. So that is very, very cool. The good folks from Stone. 
Let's see. Samuel Adams releasing a new beer. And for those of you who are IPA lovers, you just might like this one. The Hazy and Juicy, which is uh, their New England IPA. Uh, this was developed in Sam Adams Experimental Nano Brewery in Boston. Uh, a medium-bodied, unfiltered brew, a slight sweetness, perfectly balanced by the unique combination of Mosaic, Citra, Galaxy, Simcoe, and Cascade Hops. It is a 35 IBU brew uh, and uh, a 6.8% ABV, so just about a, a, a double uh, IPA, but not super bitter. Uh, they say it's an unfiltered IPA that is mouth-watering refresher with a smooth, clean finish that leaves drinkers wanting another sip. So interested to try that. It has only been available on tap, and it was only available in uh, the Sam Adams Brewery in the ha- in the brew house itself. You can only get it on tap, but now they're coming out with cans. Uh, the f- good folks at Sam Adams actually sent me a couple of cans uh, that I'm going to try uh, this weekend, and I will report back to you next week. It will not be released uh, nationwide until uh, until April of this year. So if you want to get it, you can only get it on draft right now at Sam Adams at the brewery. Uh, but uh, in just about two months, you will be able to get it uh, in a can, hazy and juicy. They're calling it the new Sam Adams New England IPA, hazy and juicy. You definitely want to check that out. And finally, uh, Dogfish Head uh, is excited to announce its sponsorship of the 2018 James Beard Awards. Uh, that'll be held at the Foundation's Chef's Night Out event and James Beard Awards Gala on May 6th and 7th in Chicago. So they are sponsoring that. Good news from uh, the good folks at Dogfish Head Beer. Uh, the folks at Left Hand Brewing, I'd be uh, remiss if I didn't say thank you to the folks uh, at Dogfish Head Beer. Thanks to um, Ashley, who works out there, sent me a couple of cans of some new stuff to try. The well-played Red IPA, their uh, Sasson uh, Amil, uh, which is a honey Sasson the Chai Milk Stout Nitro, and their left-hand IPA uh, to try. So we will be trying those over the next several weeks, and we will get back to you on what those taste like as well. So definitely want to check those things out. So that's uh, the first part of our news and notes segment here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. But when we come back, uh, there, uh, there is a bill, folks, that is going through the Maryland House that if it passed on yesterday, it was actually being voted on on Friday, and I won't have the results for it until next week because we tape this show earlier in the week. Um, if it does pass, if one of these bills pass, uh, it is very disturbing uh, to craft beer. At least to me, uh, it, it is not a good thing, and I don't understand why lawmakers want to cut their nose to spite their face here. Um, you want to bring in small businesses to your communities. The people want these small businesses in their in in their you know where they live. Why you would hamper those operations, I don't seem to understand that. I don't get the mentality behind it, but we're going to explore it a little bit when we come back after a short break about this whole thing that Maryland is trying to uh, basically destroy its craft beer industry for good, and I don't understand why they're doing it. Folks, we're just getting started on this program that focuses on that delicious beverage, and it's made, you know what it's made with, barley and hops. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. I'm Jay Farner from Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.375%, APR 4.62%. But choosing the right mortgage lender means choosing much more than just a rate. Let me ask you, does calling the company with the best client service in America, with 12 J.D. Power Awards to prove it, matter? Does calling the company that invented Rocket Mortgage, the industry's most innovative, client-focused technology, matter? Does calling the company with 17,000-plus team members who are helping to rebuild the great cities of Detroit and Cleveland matter? 
Of course it matters. No wonder our clients have made Quicken Loans America's number one online lender. Call Quicken Loans today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com for the best mortgage experience on earth. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. Breaking news and local news. Find it on our website, am970theanswer.com. The Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Algatulo, Instagram at Gatulo, G A T U L O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email, Albert G at NYCRadio.com, and of course, Google Play and iTunes. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast, and you can download and listen to all of the Craft Beer Casts from right there. The great, late, great Chris Cornell. When he was with the band Soundgarden and their uh, 1991 album, Bad Motorfinger. And, of course, the track Outshined. What a voice. Uh, it's a shame uh, what had happened to him, uh, uh, you know, just about a year ago, um, you know, taking his own life. Just terrible. And that uh, the fact that we will not get to hear his music anymore uh, from Chris Cornell. It's just very, very, very sad um, that a, uh, you could call him a rock legend if you want. Um, that he is no longer with us. Now, um, for this segment, and we're going to get into our next segment, uh, Tori Fisher from uh, Arms to Artisans. She's the, uh, all, she's the uh, creator of this nonprofit. She's also the owner of Backwards Flag Brewing uh, down in South Jersey, uh, down in Forked River. Uh, she's going to join us to talk about a great program that she started uh, to get re- uh, vets that are returning uh, from service to this great country of ours and get them fellowships uh, into learning about the beer business. And it's a great story. It's awesome. You can help. You can donate. Arms to artisans.com, I think it's, or .org. Um, you can donate to this. I think it's great. Some breweries have already jumped on board in, in, uh, in New Jersey. Would love to see more people doing this as well. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's something that's near and dear to her heart, and I think that it's very important that we get that out there because, you know, we have a lot of returning veterans that come back to this country um, and they don't know where to go. They don't know what to do. They don't have a job. They've learned skills, but skills that really can only be used uh, maybe in the Army. Some, not all, but some. And uh, they don't know where to go. 
And this is a great way to get them started and get them kick-started back into the workforce and have them contributing uh, to the United States of America. I think that's pretty awesome. And I think it's something that we should be doing more of that we don't do. So, But th- for this segment alone, I want to talk about something. Uh, the, the bill, uh, two of these bills were actually uh, looked upon yesterday in Maryland. We're taping this uh, segment on Thursday. Um, so I, obviously the, the show airs on Saturdays. Um, we won't know if the bills, one of one or both, probably you know one or the other, or if both got struck down or passed. Uh, this is down in the state of Maryland. It's something I touched on last week, and uh, uh, Jim Vor- uh, Varell of Paste Magazine, uh, and the website is uh, pastemagazine.com if you want to check this out. We've posted it on the Craft Beer Cast page. We'll, po- we'll send the link uh, to the story, too. He really breaks down this story about how the state of Maryland is doing its best to destroy their craft beer industry completely. And it really goes to the core of politics and how lobbyists have control over certain people by donating to campaigns and manipulating the laws to their benefit. Um, I don't like to make this show a political show. It is certainly not by any stretch of the imagination. But what amazes me is when you read this piece and you see the things that people are doing to try and manipulate a vote, it's ridiculous. So Maryland, much like most places in the United States, is trying to you know trying to grow their craft beer business. They have some very successful craft breweries uh, down in Maryland. You've got um, uh, Flying Dog uh, is down in Maryland. You have Heavy Seas. You have a number of different breweries uh, that are in, um, in 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 Maryland, Baltimore proper. Uh, our good buddy Jim Wagner is going to be opening up a brewery very soon. Uh, a lot of small businesses, some that are growing. Okay. So about a year or two ago, Guinness decides they want to build an enormous facility in the United States to start, start producing their beer here in America, some of their beers, so that they can easily get it to people rather than having to ship it over from Europe. Makes perfect sense, right? So Maryland rolls out the red carpet for these guys and basically gives them carte blanche, but is, cha- is trying to change the laws to benefit Guinness at the expense of the smaller craft brewery. Now, to be fair, Guinness doesn't want to change anything. They don't want to hurt the craft beer business. They don't want to hurt these small businesses. Publicly, they've been on record saying this, privately, publicly. Don't, don't screw things up here. Yet the Maryland legislature wants to screw craft beer. They want to affect them in a way. So there are two bills that were going up for vote on Friday, which, again, we won't have the results of uh, until next week's program. So I'm hoping uh, the one bill that the craft breweries are in favor of is House Bill 518. The um, the other bill, House Bill 1052, and Diego Guinness has already said they do not support this bill, yet this is the one that apparently has gotten steam, might get pushed through the legislature. Let's hope it doesn't, okay? So uh, th- what Jim does in this article, he breaks it down here. He said uh, th- the, um, the bill that was passed in April of 2017, House Bill tw- 1283, was introduced in secret, was hidden from the state brewers until it had already passed the House of Delegates. The bill was then amended in the state Senate thanks to a last-ditch effort by craft beer activists. The amendments managed to alter its effects from devastating to merely complicated and imbalanced. Uh, As Jim writes, on one hand, HB 1283 gave breweries something they wanted, the ability to sell more beer to the public directly from their tap rooms. Sounds fair. 
But on the other hand, it introduced a patently unfair grandfathering system in which already existing brewers would be held to one legal standard in terms of hours of operation, but new breweries would be punished with reduced hours of operation for their audacity in wanting to open a new small business. Again, this is directly from Jim Varell, the writer of the article. So he says it happened because state legislators were more interested in courting big business than serving their local breweries. Case in point, specifically to make Maryland the most attractive possible home for Diego's destination Guinness Brewery, despite the fact that Diego as a company has largely sided with the craft brewers against the state of Maryland, uh, they elected to do so anyway while crafting legislation that exempts the Guinness Brewery and no one else from additional regulation. Completely unfair. So these two bills, HB 518 and HB 1052, that will be voted that were voted on on Friday in the House Economics Matters Committee, right? It'll be heard. Uh, sh- I shouldn't say voted, but will be heard, right? So uh, here's the two bills, okay? HB 518, favored by the craft brewers, would do the following: remove all limits on beer production, tap room sales, and take home sales. Repeal the buyback provision that requires brewers to purchase their beer from distributors at a marked up cost if they exceed the 2,000 barrel limit on taproom sales. A lot of these guys can do over 2,000 barrels. Lift unnecessary restrictions for take-home sales. Let local jurisdictions set guidelines for taproom operating hours. Allow smaller brewers to self-distribute, which is huge when you think about it. Smaller guys like Jim Wagner, if they want to self-distribute, the the law right now, they can't. This would allow them to self-distribute at their own expense, obviously. Remove restrictions on contract brewing that inhibits startup businesses. A lot of guys contract brew. This would be a major, uh, it's already a major problem in Maryland. The bill HB 1052, which again, Diego Guinness does not support, and directly as said, does not support it, uh, would do the following. Reduce the amount of annual taproom sales allowed from 2,000 to only 500 barrels, with the sole exception of Guinness, because again, as he writes, this is clearly fair. It's not. That's wrong. Deribit, uh, directly prohibit contract brewing of any kind. Meaning if you're a contract brewer in a neighboring state, or maybe you're in the state and you want to brew, mass-produce your beer and you want to go to a brewery, you can't do it. It won't be allowed. Restrict sample sizes at all breweries to only three ounces per style of brand. Can't get a full pour at any brewery if this happens. Why would you want to do this? Why would you want to hurt small business? It's ridiculous. Now, the, the irony of this The introduction of HB 1052, as Jim writes in this article, came right after Maryland Governor Larry Hogan declared this month February in the state, a month for Maryland craft beer lovers. So you're declaring that the state is open for business for craft beer, but yet you want to pass a law that would restrict your craft brewers from, you know, from making any any money whatsoever from making any business. It's it's ridiculous. So. Uh, as we finish up the segment here, it's interesting to find out that the two people who are behind HB 1052, the Bill 1052 that is going uh, through the Maryland legislature right now, are Democratic delegates Derek Davis and Talmadge Branch. They co-sponsored the bill. But what's interesting is that the people who are against Derek Davis and Talmadge Branch, or 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 who are directly, I shouldn't say against, the people who are supporting Derek Davis and Talmadge Branch, if you look at their donors to their campaigns in the last two years, uh, individual donations of 2700 from two different people at Deutsch Family Wine and Spirits, $2,700 from Horizon Beverage Company, another 2700 from Beltware, uh, Beltway Fine Wine and Spirits. Uh, there are more contributions from alcohol distributors or retailers. Uh, e- on each page, there are alcohol distributors that are, that are putting money to these guys' campaigns. So what's interesting is... 
And uh, as one guy uh, says here, he says, uh, I'm trying to find his name, Zervitz. Uh, Let's see, what's his, uh, let me see if I can get his name here. Because I do want, ah, uh, Union Craft Brewery co-owner John Zervitz, right? Uh, he is uh, putting together uh, a tap room. Stands to lose a tremendous amount of business if this law is passed, right? He's um, he was looking at expanding his space. He's he's it's a multi million dollar expansion. The HB ten fifty two would effectively kill his business. But what uh, what uh, Zervitz says, right? Zervitz, excuse me, Zervitz says he says the distributors in Maryland, many are one hundred year old family companies. They go back very far with many of the legislatures, and that's just how Maryland operates. I really think our path forward here is to get people motivated to vote in primaries and get some of these guys out of office. Without doing that, I think we're going to keep ending up at a compromised status quo forever, and even if we stay exactly where we are now, it will still be an unfavorable landscape for new breweries. We're just barely getting to the point now where we can be considered to have a decent beer scene, and now it feels like they're trying to make us backtrack. It it is amazing to me. Uh, that this can go on. Now, obviously, we don't have the results uh, for these two bills. We'll have them for next week's show. It'll be interesting to see what happens here. But my my point, as I'm trying to circle back here to what I what I stated in the beginning, this is part of the problem with politics. You have guys that have been in office for way too long. I think that change needs to happen. I think we're going to see some change coming up in the midterm elections. The only way that change happens is if you get out there and vote. You have to know some of these things. you got to do your due diligence and do some research. If you're a craft, brew, a craft beer lover and you live in the state of Maryland, this, the state of craft beer in Maryland is in jeopardy, and you need to do whatever you can to support it. And it's wrong that these people have a monopoly and are being bought and sold, essentially, by these distributorships that go back over 100 years. It's wrong. It shouldn't happen. I hope that HB uh, 518 moves through. I hope that HB 1052 gets struck down, and I hope that the Maryland Craft Brewers uh, see some relief here. It remains to be seen. We will find out uh, on next week's program. Coming up next, Tori Fisher, the uh, creator of this uh, great nonprofit, Arms to Artisans, will join me. She's also the owner of Backward Flag uh, Brewing uh, down in Forked River, New Jersey. Folks, this is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Amazing to realize, but you know, it's been almost two years I've been talking with you about Relief Factor, and I can tell you I've been continually inundated with testimonials. If you're struggling with ongoing back or neck pain, shoulder, hip, or knee pain, or general muscle pain, pains of any kind, do what tens of thousands of others have done so successfully. Go to relieffactor.com and order their three-week quick start for just $19.95. 1-800-500-8384. That's 1-800-500-8384. Are you thinking of hiring a tax preparer to file your taxes? In New York State, most taxpayers can file for free. If you earn $66,000 or less, you can electronically file your tax returns at no cost. It's easy, fast, and secure. You can also get free help preparing your returns. If you do hire a preparer, know your rights to protect your hard-earned money. For more information, visit tax.ny.gov. Sponsored by New York State Department of Taxation and Finance in cooperation with NYSBA. Interested in trading as a way to generate extra monthly income? Listen up. Before you sign up for some garbage program or awkward in-person seminar, you really need to hear about the online trader program that everyone's talking about. This is the program that allows you to get your account funded with someone else's money. That's right. Apiary Fund will gladly put up to $100,000 of their money into your trading account. And the best part? You get to keep 85% of the profits without putting in a dime of your own money. Apiary Fund and this program 
are growing like crazy. As a special offer, Apiary Fund is allowing our listeners to get started for free. Just call 800-959-4526 and leave us your email address, and we will send you all the exciting details of how to trade Apiary Fund's money and not your own. Call 800-959-4526 and leave your email address on the voicemail. Your free report will be sent right away. 800-959-4526. That's 800-959-4526. Listen to Joe Piscopo in the morning, weekdays at 6. Mike Gallagher at 10 on AM 970. The Answer. Too low craft beer cast on AM 970. The answer. Hope you're enjoying your uh, night. Usually we are on Saturday nights uh, at 8 o'clock, but people listen at any uh, given time when they feel like it, and hopefully you're having a good time. Wherever you're listening in this great country of ours, you can follow me on Twitter at Al Gatulo, that's uh, or Instagram at Gatulo, that's G A T U L O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast, of course, via email at albertg.nycradio.com. And don't forget, Google Play and iTunes, if you just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast, the Craft Beer Cast will come up there, and you can download and listen to whichever uh, show that you would like. Now, my next guest on the cast, she is part of an organization that helps returning vets get training and jobs within the beer industry. The organization is called Arms to Artisans. That's arms, the number two, and then artisans, A-R-T-I-S-A-N-S.com. That is the website for more information. This is a really cool thing, uh, a really great cause, and I I would urge you, listen to this interview, check out the website, and, uh, you know, try and take part in it uh, with whatever support that you can. Let me welcome in the founder, uh, Tori Fisher, to the uh, Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, by the way, Tori also owns Backwards Flag Beer, which is located in South Jersey as well. Tori, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Tori, uh, for those that are not aware, what is Arms to Artisans? What is it uh, essentially? Uh, so Arms to Artisans is a uh, six-month uh, fellowship program. Uh, it's hosted um, by my brewery, uh, Backward Flag. Uh, what we do is um, we take uh, post-9-11 veterans, and we basically transition them from, from service um, to a um, post-service life. And we're doing that. Um, using an artisanal skills program. So right now we're specifically focused on the um, craft brewing industry, but the intent is then to expand that to um, to other artisanal areas later on. Uh, and as and, and obviously, and as the first veteran-owned brewery in New Jersey, in, in fact, uh, in the country, if I'm not mistaken, with Backwards Flag, um, wh- where are the uh, what are the areas within your uh, company? Uh, where you're going to be training these vets that are coming in uh, in all phases of the company, how to brew, how to, uh, you know, serve, uh, serving people, marketing. How are you going to do that? Uh, well, first, I just want to make one correction. We're not we're not the first veteran owned in the country. We are we're one of the first um, female veteran in ah, the country. All right. Um, there's actually I stand corrected. Um, about 17 or 18 other veteran owned right. um, breweries in the country. OK. Um, but the way we're doing that is, yes, so they, they're going to be rotating through different areas um, of the brewery. Um, so they're going to, um, you know, be working in different areas of production, um, cellaring. Um, there's also, we cover the business of beer, um, state of the industry, talking about, you know, just New Jersey specifically right now, because um, that's where we're hosting. Um, and then just, just talking about how we got to where we are um, in the beer industry. But 
they're not just doing, um, they're not just working in areas of the brewery. We also have speakers coming in um, talking about veteran-specific issues. So one of the biggest challenges when you're transitioning um, from the military is that just some of the simplest things that, um, that were taken care of for you while you're in service um, become challenges getting out. So just talking about personal finance, um, how to file a VA claim. So some of those things are also embedded in the program. So what we do is we take um, – they, they're going to be designing a beer recipe, and at the end of the six months, they are going to be brewing that beer. Um, so the entire program is focused on taking that small concept but then breaking it down in all of its elements. So they're learning specifically about the ingredients going into the beer. We're taking trips to places that actually produces ingredients, hop farms, malt farms, yeast labs, um, and then all the production steps that go into it. We're talking with Tori Fisher. She's the owner of Backwards Flag Brewery. They're down in South Jersey about Arms to Artisans, uh, the website, Arms the number two, and then artisans, A-R-T-I-S-A-N-S dot com. That is the website for more information here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, Tori, have other breweries uh, approached you to assist in offering training programs as well to these returning vets? Not not so much, I mean, and, and I know you wanted to expand this, so not only breweries but maybe restaurants. I noticed, um, and I don't, I'm, I'm sure you're aware of these guys, Red, White, and Blue Barbecue in New Jersey, they have a bunch of places uh, all around New Jersey, um, has that approach of hiring veterans to help in their restaurants. I know that's your eventual goal is to expand it out elsewhere, but have any other breweries approached you? Uh, yeah, we've actually we've gotten quite a bit of support from uh, some breweries in New Jersey as well as breweries in other parts of the country, um, other veteran-owned breweries. Um, I know Tuckahoe recently um, volunteered to assist in the program. We had um, the guys from elementary, um, Mike Kivowitz from uh, New Jersey Craft Beer. Sure, um, I know Mike well. Yeah, he's been fantastic. He's actually um, teaching one of our first classes uh, March 9th. Um, he's teaching a history of beer course um, to our vets. Awesome. Um, then we're we're starting to work with um, guys from uh, Shorehouse, um, Shorehouse Bar in uh, in Point Pleasant. What they're doing on the 25th is um, they're doing a tap takeover where a portion of um, all of their profits are going towards arms to artisans. Um, so we, we've had we've had a lot of support from from different people in the industry. And, you know, uh, to me, how, well, let me ask you this. Uh, you obviously you're a veteran. Uh, you fought in uh, you you fought for this country and we thank you for your service to this country. Um, is is beer something that you wanted to do when you got out of uh, when you when you got out of the army? Was that something that you wanted to do? Or was it just was a, uh, you know, I mean, let's let's put it this way. Have you always brewed beer? And is this something that you wanted to do as an eventual career? It, it started out as a as a hobby. Um, it was something that I was doing um, with my ex, and I and I decided that I wanted to to start a business. Um, you know, it started as you know, 13 years in the army. You know, you just kind of figure out that you're not really going to be able to work for somebody else anymore. So I knew I wanted to do something on my own, and uh, that was that was um, you know something that I was pretty passionate about at the time, and decided that that was a really good direction to go. Um, so it started out, you know, as a, as a small plan of this little brewery that, you know, I wanted to give back to the community and obviously work with veterans, but it wasn't as focused as it has become in the last, uh, in the last three years. We've, we've right. grown quite a bit. Um, and then, you know, through my own experiences, as well as seeing some of the other people that come into our brewery struggling with um, transitioning from the military, 
um, that's really where I started to to focus on on building the nonprofit and seeing that there was a you know, there was an opportunity there for us to do something a little bit bigger. We're talking with Tori Fisher, the owner of Backwards Flag Brewery down in South Jersey, about Arms to Artisans. That is uh, this the um, the nonprofit that she has created, arms2artisans.com, the number two in the middle there, uh, is the website for more information here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, Tori, where can people go uh, to donate or help, to obviously to the website? Is there any other place that they can go uh, to donate to, to help the organization? Um, right now the website is, a, is the best place. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there is an area there where you can, you can donate, um, but then also – um, you can contact myself or um, Jason Cardi, who is our executive director, right. and um, and we can talk about different ways that people can help. So right now, it's obviously you know just with any nonprofit, um, you know we do need some financial assistance as well as you know there's things just simple as um, we're doing a lot of um, you know courses via Skype, so things like you know, screens and computers and any type of telecommunication equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to buy books and safety equipment for all of our, um, for all of our veterans. Um, so things like that, if people want to either, you know, donate financially or even if they want to donate, you know, their time um, or equipment, you know, a- anything helps right now. Uh, and uh, let's talk about, obviously, let's talk about your brewery for a second. Backwards flag for a moment. You recently reopened the brewery down in Forked River. Uh, what changes have you made to the place? Uh, a lot. <laughs> We, uh, we started as a, as a two-barrel system, mm-hmm. so we were producing a very small amount of beer, um, and we were pretty much just selling out of our, our tap room, and it, obviously it got very popular to the point where we were selling out most weekends, so we just expanded into a 10-barrel a, a um, brew system, so our um, production abilities have increased by about five times, so... You know that that's that's done a lot for us. So now we're we're able to produce a lot more beer, reach out a little bit further. Um, and the other plus side of that is, you know, we're a little more uh, advanced as far as our equipment. You know, to offer our um, you know the, the veterans in our program, you know, a better look at you know what they would be doing in the industry versus uh, you know an overgrown homebrew system, which is basically what we start on. And uh, are you guys you guys are going to be in Atlantic City for the Beer and Music Festival, correct? Yes, we will. And what beer are you bringing down to that event? We're going to have our Oak Armored uh, Pale Ale, which is a pale ale aged on American toasted oak, okay. um, and then our Millspec uh, Black IPA. Ooh. See, I like IPAs. A Black IPA, ooh, that sounds very good. Now, I do have a question for you about one beer that you guys make. Ten pounds of raisins in a beer called Raisin Bread? What kind of, what kind of beer is this? <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, ten pounds of pureed raisins per barrel of beer. Um, so it's uh, it's, it's basically a brown ale, um, but we, we add, you said, uh, a lot of pureed raisins. There's right. some vanilla, some cinnamon in there, and then we, we only serve it on nitro um, because it gives it that nice, full, creamy body. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very much a, a dessert beer. It's, uh, it's very, very popular. We, uh, we only produce it um, during the winter months, okay. so the, the batch that's on now, once it's gone, it's gone until next year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's a very popular beer. Right, last question from me, Tori. It might be a simple one. Maybe it's not. Uh, mm-hmm. What style of beer is your go-to type of beer? Uh, it, it, it goes back and forth. I, uh, Seasonal? I definitely don't discriminate against any particular style. Okay. Um, I'm a very... Um, you know, it's just it's based on my mood. Typically, I, I do like a, a big, thick imperial stout. Nice. Um, but then I also really enjoy a, a puckering sour as well. So, uh, see, I just got into sours recently. I had um, 
uh, when I first was trying sours, I didn't really like them that much. And then, I de- unfortunately, I developed uh, Hodgkin's lymphoma, uh, went through radiation and chemo and the whole thing. I'm in remission. And for some reason, my taste buds changed a little bit, and I found that I actually enjoyed sours a little bit more than I did before. So I don't know. It's very, stra- very, very strange uh, how that happens. So, uh, <laughs> But I do like a good Imperial Stout, too. There's nothing like a good Imperial Stout. That is uh, good stuff. Uh, my guest has been Tori Fisher. Uh, she is the owner of Backwards Flag Brewery down in South Jersey, but she is also uh, uh, the, uh, the operator of this nonprofit organization, Arms to Artisans. Arms, the number two, Artisans, A-R-T-I-S-A-N-S dot com is the website for more information. This is helping returning veterans that are coming home and essentially giving them fellowships and internships into learning the beer business and the beer industry and, uh, you know, and helping them to, to uh, you know, get back into to normal civilian life when they get out of the military. It's a great organization. If you have a little extra money, I think, and you want to give to something, this is an organization I think you should definitely give to. Uh, Tori, thanks so much for joining us on the Craft Beer Cast tonight. Very much appreciate it. Thank you. You got it. When we come back, it's time for Suds and Duds. It's all after a short break on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. If you're a firm believer that education is a top priority in helping shape our children to be the future leaders of tomorrow, then you'll be excited to know that AM 970 The Answer has developed a program to help parents send their children to the best Christian schools in the area. The half-off tuition program is a way for parents to send their children to school at half the cost of the annual tuition. We've partnered up with some of the leading schools in the New York, New Jersey metro area. This is a great way for parents to reduce the costs and still have their children receive a quality education. AM 970 The Answer is also offering each school the opportunity to promote their school with a full radio advertising campaign. This is just our way to say thank you to the parents and schools that already know the importance of a good education. For more information, go to am970theanswer.com and click on the discount tuition banner. Here are just a few of the schools available. Long Island Lutheran Middle and High School, Smithtown Christian School, The Bible Speaks Academy. Once again, go to am970theanswer.com for the full listing of schools. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off and to wear a helmet when she rides her bicycle. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Sponsored by the New York State Governor's Traffic Safety Committee. Time, closing time here from Semisonic. Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Algatulo, Instagram at Gatulo. Keep that underneath for a little bit here. Uh, Instagram at Gatulo, G A T U L O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email, Albert G at NYCRadio.com. Don't forget iTunes, Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can download and listen to every show right from there. So our uh, little Suds and Duds segment to uh, finalize the uh, program for this week. Uh, I hope you have enjoyed the show. And, you know, I would love your feedback. Anytime you have feedback on the show, good, bad, indifferent, feel free. 
uh, to message me at any of those platforms. Uh, I usually I try to respond uh, as quickly as I can, um, but would love to hear your feedback on the show, what you would like to hear on this program. We've kind of branched out a little bit starting this new year with Spirits. Uh, might do a little more on that um, as the uh, as the year progresses. So we'll see what happens. But uh, very much appreciate your comments, uh, suggestions, your thoughts, um, you know, on the program. And uh, would love to hear from you uh, anytime. So let's get into our Suds and Duds segment. A little bit of local, a little bit of, um, actually, it's, yeah, it's a lot of local. It's a lot of local beers. Next week on the program, our Suds and Duds will be even more local because we'll, I'll be uh, discussing uh, my experience over at New York City Beer Week, the kickoff at the uh, Brooklyn Expo, uh, which runs uh, the Beer Week runs obviously the entire week, and then there's other stuff going on uh, in the city during the month. So that's going to be a lot of fun, and I know that a uh, number of places are going to be doing uh, lots of great specials and stuff. You definitely want to check those out. Just do a search for New York's NYC Beer Week. You will find uh, all the places to go to. So kicked it off with a, a crowler. Uh, my wife and I split this one of a pecan porter from Wet Ticket Brewing. Uh, real nice, uh, you know, a porter. Uh, love the pecan nutty flavors in this one. Just, just delicious. And folks, you got a lot more places now that are doing crowlers. It is definitely um, an inexpensive option if you're looking to bring home beer and you don't have a glass uh, growler. Maybe you don't want to have the growler in your home. You get, you get too many. I, I've got a lot of them, and they, they're shoved away in a closet somewhere. But they do take up space. The great thing about the crowler is you can get 32 ounces of beer uh, from uh, the brewery. And then you can it, it it's sealed. Uh, I had the can sitting in my refrigerator for a couple of weeks before I even cracked it, so it stays fresh. It stays fresher longer. Um, and then you can enjoy uh, you know your favorite local beer whenever you want. So great stuff from the guys at Wet Ticket Brewing, the uh, pecan porter. Then I had a uh, Vine and Stefano original. Uh, this is an excellent beer, folks. I've talked about Vine and Stefano before. Uh, they they make a fantastic beer. They make a number of different uh, sty- you know flavor styles. You definitely, if you're looking for a great starter beer uh, to get somebody into craft beer, you're looking for something that has really no chemicals. It's four ingredients they use in the beer. Um, this is an excellent beer to have. It's just a perfect German lager, uh, kind of a Hell's type of lager, uh, but really a great way uh, to start off the night. Then I had a single cut, uh, softly spoken magic spells. I've had this one before. It is an excellent double IPA, dank, hoppy, delicious. The guys from Single Cut are really killing it. Their price point, though, in New Jersey is a little high for me. Uh, a four-pack of, of Single Cut sometimes runs well over $20 uh, for their beer, sometimes 22 It's a little high. I know Carton charges about around there, $16, $18, $20. I don't know. For me, it seems like, it seems like almost everything that Single Cut puts out is at that high price point. They don't seem to go lower. But, listen, they make a great beer. It's worth the expense. Let's put it that way, okay? As we continue on here on our Suds and Duds segment on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Flying Dog's got a new one, Alpha Initiative number 01. Uh, this was interesting from Flying Dog. A smooth, drinkable IPA, not a lot of bite to it. I was really expecting more bite to this one, didn't have it. So it's good, you know, for you know for an IPA. Uh, I, I don't know if I'd order it again. That's kind of my feeling. Like, I drank it, okay, but I was in... I, I, I would say I was indifferent towards this one. Let's put it that way. Uh, and Flying Dog makes really good beers. This one I was kind of indifferent on. Uh, and then finished it off uh, on a night uh, where it snowed last weekend uh, pretty heavily and then melted within you know, within hours on Sunday. Uh, a regular coffee, which uh, good folks at Paragon Tap and Table still had on tap, which was nice. So that's always a good, uh, a good nightcapper 
when you finish it off with a regular coffee, especially at, uh, you know, 12 or 13%. Uh, stopped over at Wet Ticket uh, to uh, try their new Trolley Hopper, their New England-style uh, IPA that um, Tim Pewitt has said he is expecting to can this one in a few weeks. And I say, Tim, go for it. Juicy, great bitter bite to it. You will enjoy it if you like your juicy uh, bitter IPAs. Definitely the Trolley Hopper New England. Now, this was a test ticket uh, by Wet Ticket, but definitely something uh, that you want to try if uh, he does put it in cans in the next couple of weeks. He also told me he's still got some barrels back there. He's got no more of the Imperial Oatmeal stuff that they put out for their first anniversary, uh, but um, he is definitely coming out with some more stuff uh, in, that he's got in barrels that should be coming out probably in the next uh, two months or so. I don't know. I'm wondering if he's looking springtime uh, or early summer uh, to put out that stat. I would think he's going to put it out springtime. Then I stopped over on Staten Island uh, earlier in the week. If you're a listener to the Joe Piscopo Show, you know that I, uh, uh, according to Frank Morano, allegedly abandoned him on the express bus stop. He was not happy about that. I ended up picking up a friend who was at the bus stop about 175 yards away and ended up taking her back to Staten Island instead of Frank because, you know, all of a sudden I have to, uh, according to one listener, I was supposed to back up my car on Lower Broadway to pick up Frank so that I could give him a lift home, but, you know, that didn't happen. But anyway, I dropped her at her home, and then I went over to a buddy's restaurant, just opened it about, I'd say about a year ago, Noto's Casa Cucina, great little Italian spot uh, off of Greaves Avenue in the Great Kill section uh, of Staten Island. If you're looking for really great, fresh Italian food, Noto, uh, Noto's Casa Cucina is definitely the place that you want to go to. Had a Merman uh, IPA from Coney Island Brewing, decent IPA, good bite, great with a burger. Had uh, the Noto burger, a half pound of uh, Fresh ground beef with uh, with bacon and onions, and uh, I think there might have been mushrooms on it as well. It was delicious. They make some fantastic food over there. You definitely want to check them out. He's got to up his beer game a little bit, though. I told I told John, I said, John, you got to get some more craft beers in here. You know, the Peroni's okay, but let's be honest. Uh, you know, the, the bud and the core is light. You got to up it up a little bit here. A little bit of you know, a little bit more uh, craft beer in this place. So. Uh, but, Johnny, thank you for the uh, for the great service. Uh, everybody is fantastic over there. The cook over there is Kim Cook. She is tremendous. Go check her out. Go check out Noto's uh, Casa Cucina on Staten Island, Greaves Avenue. You will not be disappointed. Uh, then Victory Brewing had their tap takeover at Paragon Tap and Table uh, this past Thursday night. Got a chance to uh, chat with uh, Pat, the uh, rep from uh, Victory. Uh, he is doing great, and so is Victory. They are celebrating their 22-year anniversary uh, of a brewery, which is awesome. Uh, kudos to, to Bill Kovalevsky and uh, all the folks over at Victory Brewing. Started off with a forefront by Victory. This was a new one for me, and and, and different, light, easy drinking, with a very a very big floral note, very floral on this one. It was a good starter. I liked it. This is definitely one that I could drink over and over again, and certainly not be disappointed. Then I had the uh, a flight. I uh, had a hoppy quad. Uh, this again, another one. I was expecting a Belgian quad. Uh, and a little bit of hop, but boy, I'll tell you, when they say hoppy quad, this is a hoppy quad. Very, very hoppy, and it does not drink like a 13% beer, but make no mistake, it is definitely an IPA. Watch yourself on this one. It is strong. It will knock you on your uh, keister. Uh, Russ Salzberg likes to use the word uh, keister. Limited ale by Victory uh, I had after that, um, and I said, as I noted in my notes on Untapped, and you can follow me on Untapped at uh, Al Gattulo, Good thing I'm only having a taster. Uh, I could easily see myself drinking this on a warm day and drinking a lot of them. Good bite, hoppy, definitely a lawnmower beer, but the type of lawnmower beer that you're done with the lawn and you just want to kick back and drink a few because 
this is one that if the sun was hitting right, like we had that great weather um, on the East Coast on, uh, what was it, Wednesday? We had the 70-degree weather. If I was drinking this in the backyard at 70-degree weather, let me tell you something, there would be a serious problem. I'd be probably snoozing uh, in a very short period of time. Uh, then I had, uh, as always, a great, outstanding triple from Victory Brewing, Golden Monkey, nice, lots of fruit. If you like triples, you like them very fruity and filling, that is definitely a beer for you. And then I finished it. Uh, actually, no, I'm sorry. I did not finish it off yet. Uh, the uh, Mighty Things by Victory Brewing. Uh, this was great. It was interesting. A good bitter bite, but dry. Not what I expected. Tasty, but different. And then I had, and I have to find this one because I meant to check in on this on Untapped uh, when I was there on Thursday night, and I forgot. Uh, this is a great sour. The, the one thing that Victory does very well is their sours. Their sour beer is tremendous. Um, they really have the Golden Monkey. Um, was it the Sour Monkey? They make a lot of um, really good. Uh, ah, here it is. Wisdom Sour. This is the one that I finished off the night with. Um, the folks at Victory had sent me a bottle of this not too long ago. I hadn't had a chance to crack it yet, but I am definitely going to crack it on a night when we have the fire pick going because this is an excellent sour ale. It's not super puckery, uh, but it definitely has that sour, sour bite to it when you sip it, and it's very, very boozy. It's got a nice, strong booze uh, flavor to it with the sourness. It's a 9.5%. You got some wine in there. There's a lot of different things going on in this one. This was outstanding and again i was not a big sour drinker and i have developed a taste for sours so this is definitely one when i finally crack the bottle open i am going to enjoy wholeheartedly well done victory brewing on the wisdom sour it is outstanding and if you like sours trust me get this one uh in the bottle you will absolutely enjoy it folks we are out of time my thanks to darren yellen jerry crowley phil boyce tory fisher Tori, of course, the founder of a great organization called Arms to Artisans, helping veterans returning from the service obtain training and job placement within the beer industry. This is a great place. She's also the owner of Backwards Flag Brewing. You want to check them out on Facebook at Backwards Flag. Check out Arms to Artisans. Arms, the number two, Artisans, A-R-T-I-S-A-N-S. Donate, help. It is absolutely important that we give these veterans uh, the ability to learn a, a craft, to learn jobs, to get them back in the workforce, it is awesome. It's a great thing, and I hope that she succeeds and does well with this. And, of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. Back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m. This has been the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, cheers, everybody. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.